This podcast is brought to you by Backwards Hat Films and is recorded at Triptych Media Studios. Tonight we have a chance to say, yeah, you're right. We're too extreme. We're too wild. We're too out of control. We're too full of our own fish. Or we have a chance to say, hey, hope you, you're wrong. Hope you, we're right. Because you have all made it to the dance. Because believe me, this is the dance. All right, guys, we are here and we are live. Yes, sir. And I'm joined, as always, for, I guess we can say that now, yeah. by Glenn. Yeah, Cuff Daddy. Cuff Daddy in the house. Glenn, how you doing, bud? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm good. Uh, this has not been a stressful day, which is out of the norm for since we moved into this garage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I haven't had time to set everything up, and we fixed the TV issue. We fixed the uh, audio issue. Yeah. I think your mic is... <laughs> His mic's a little sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Just talk into it. Yeah, can you hear me? All right. I got you now. All right. This is the Wrestling Open Forum Live, and it's weird because it's yeah. Monday, yeah. and we're airing on a Monday before Raw. We're gonna, I guess we'll test this out Yeah. and see because we usually air on Tuesdays uh, at 7 p.m., but uh, life gets in the way sometimes, yeah. and we have to air on Monday, which I'm happy because one of the big things that's happening today on the show is we have John Schuyler joining us. Yep. John Schuyler is joining us for an exclusive interview. And this is the first interview John Schuyler has done uh, publicly that I know of since the PWX Unsanctioned, which will show you that uh, highlight video. You can watch that. Uh, well, I'll pitch all that stuff a little later. Yeah. But, uh, Glenn, did you, you didn't, did you go to Unsanctioned or not? No, I didn't no, make it to we got to get Glenn. we got to get Glenn to – I've seen the uh, highlights, though. I, I was one hell of a uh, – uh, Match I'll put on. And yeah, we got we got to get Glenn to uh, PWX X16. Yeah, the next one that's coming up, I'm I'm gonna definitely be there. And one of the things we're gonna dive into, which I'm gonna I'm gonna give you uh, like like some like some info as a fan that you uh, you're like you're somewhat familiar with PWX, uh, but I'm gonna give you some like some input and where you might like dab a little in some PWX X16 tournament that's coming up in January okay. because later tonight, starting right after our show at 8:30, go over to the PWX. Uh, wrestling on Facebook. Uh-huh. It's facebook.com backslash PWX Wrestling. And they're going to release five more names that are coming okay. into the air that are entering the X16 tournament, which I'm like, super excited about. I, I'm, I got from preview to it, you know. Uh, okay. But uh, yeah, I'm super excited about it. So uh, we have that. Uh, we're going to talk about stuff uh, like we, I, I think I, re- I really want to talk about the Woken, the Matt yeah. Hardy Woken, which yeah, is actually, that's going to be your expertise. Because okay. I, have, are you familiar with the Grimmick in TNA? Yeah. Okay. Broken. So yeah, so we're gonna have some fun and uh, dive into that. But <clears throat> around eight o'clock p.m., that's when we're gonna uh, try to get Skyler on the line and talk to him for a good fifteen minutes and get get his thoughts on some stuff. I uh, got a new do. Yeah, see. Trying it's short. <laughs> we got a monitor over here, and I didn't yeah. fix it for the uh, for the camera. So just bear with my fabulously good looks, <laughs> and uh, we'll go from there. I'm still the same beard. Blackness. I'm just joking. <laughs> That's it. All right. Let me get let me get our iPad set up so we can watch ourselves because we're <laughs> we're narcissists like that. Yeah, we're narcissists like Lex Luger. Yeah. That's it. And then we'll get started. Uh, if this is your first time uh, watching us, uh, I know. Once again, like I said a while ago, it is. Uh, it is. What is it? 
Monday. It's yeah, Monday. It's Monday. It is Monday. And we usually don't do this on a Monday. So if this thing goes good and we get some uh, some live viewers and we get some people talking to us, uh, then we're going to jump on this. We might, yep. we might switch this thing up to Monday and maybe Dutch can make one yeah. in a year. <laughs> but nah, uh, Dutch has promised me, for the, for the loyal uh, listeners on iTunes or uh, viewers on Facebook Live, Dutch has promised me that he will be in studio Next week. Okay. So we're going to hold him to it. Yeah. That means I have to buy another chair. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to hold him to it. And, uh, yeah, so everybody jumping in, watching us, welcome. I just did a little intro, and I basically said uh, we're just going to run down on – we're going to start with the Woken gimmick that apparently WWE is ready to jump into. Yeah. And then we're going to talk a little bit about X-16, uh, if, and we'll give you some information about that and ha how you can find out tonight, right after our show – uh, new participants that are going to be named in the X-16 tournament coming up, coming up in January. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Glenn, how, how, was your week, or how, how was your weekend, I should say? My weekend was pretty great. Uh, did a little shopping, uh, Christmas shopping. Uh, and, Christmas you know, shopping. Put down some uh, decorations in the yard for, you know, Christmas time also. You do that? Do you? Uh, I don't do you, go all out, all out like some people, but I put a little few decorations up, some lights and stuff. But oh, but like, do you put anything wrestling related? Since this is a wrestling podcast, I figure I should ask my justice a little bit. If I could find but some like wrestling Christmas ornaments, yeah, I would put them up. I feel like like me and me and my girlfriend were talking the other day about how I want to put one of those Andre the Giant like fathead things oh. on the wall. I think that would be amazing. Yeah. Like, and I told her, and I said, and her son Cyrus, who's box boy for uh. those loyal listeners, uh, he hasn't made an appearance. He was in here earlier trying to. Uh, shoot Glenn with his like uh, <laughs> 50 nerf, cal, nerf gun, yeah, fifty cal nerf <laughs> rifle. Uh, but uh, and then we'd mark like on his leg and his waist, like his height growth. Oh yeah, tell me that's not a good idea. It is because I saw one. Somebody posted one, maybe on Wrestling Seven Hundred Four. Shout yeah. out to Wrestling Seven Hundred Four, uh, our official. I guess it's the it's the official Facebook uh, page. Facebook not page because we have our own Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. Facebook. Uh, what it community? Yeah, community. Community yeah. wrestling seven hundred four. Yeah. So if you want to join a cool wrestling community that talks a lot about wrestling and some about Carolina, Dutch is one of the admins there. Yeah. Uh, so you can jump on there. And yeah, I think is that everything? We're we're yeah. usually I know it's Monday, but we're <laughs> usually live. I, I'm gonna have to keep saying that because I'm gonna say Tuesday. <laughs> uh, uh, so we're usually live every Tuesday. So next week will be it'll be Tuesday unless we have like twenty million views on this. Yeah. And then we're just staying on Mondays. And uh, most people like to watch stuff before Raw instead of SmackDown. Yeah. But uh, and and you can listen to this this and all our other episodes at openforumshow dot com. Uh, they've done great. Post uh, put up a beautiful new website, mm. uh, and we've joined up with uh, we got the Wrestling Open Forum. We have uh -huh. the POU podcast, which is a comedy podcast with Joel and Nick and special guest. Uh, it's a great podcast, and. Uh, we have the I, well. I'm doing my my like yeah. side side project conversations with people. Uh, we're going to start that in January, and then we have the preaching the truth with Bob Keller and John Schuyler. Yeah. Speaking of John Schuyler, so he uh, invited me on his show uh -huh. uh, not too long ago, and got myself in a little trouble, but I spoke the truth. <laughs> so I'm going to invite him uh, on our show and yeah. see if he can get himself in a little trouble. <laughs> but he, as always, he will preach the truth. All right, so. Glenn, yes, sir. you ready to jump into this? Oh, yeah. Everybody watching, uh, we do not have a phone for you to call because Dutch isn't here. And, and I have, and if you buy a new iPhone, I don't have the contraption to hook it up. So we can't take call-ins. But the beautiful thing is we have uh, 
Facebook Live. We have Facebook Live right here. We can read your comments. So give us a comment if you want us to speak on something. And Brad Wilson, I will give you a shout-out. Weekends for are for wrestling is a great uh, – like I'm going to call it Facebook family, like yeah. Facebook family too. So search uh, Weekends for Wrestling group on uh, Facebook, and they – yeah, they're awesome. They okay. have their own T-shirts. Oh, for real? Tell Dutch to step his game up. Yeah. <laughs> they're a Weekend for Wrestling T-shirt. Uh -huh. By Indie Customs, which is another mm -hmm. sponsor. I'm just going to jump on all these sponsors. <laughs> Indie Customs, mm -hmm. uh, which is one of our sponsors. And, uh, yeah, so they make shirts. One day they might make our shirts. We, I promise yeah. shirts when we're at, one, we're at 105. I promise mm -hmm. people shirts at 100. Yeah. So I have a busy week, and I'm going out of town all weekend. So next week I promise by the next show we'll have shirts that are available, and we'll showcase them here. We'll release them on the show next week, and we'll do that. Yeah. All right. That was my run. <laughs> so, first topic. And uh, once again, everybody watching on Facebook Live. Sorry to cut you off, Glenn. Gotcha. Uh, shoot us your comments. Shoot us topics. Uh, we'll, and we're, we will address them. We won't just look at them, laugh, and move on. Sometimes we will, especially when Keller does it. But, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah. So, uh, first topic. I'm going to let you start this. Uh -huh. So, apparently, I'll give the rundown. Uh -huh. There was some cryptic tweets uh -huh. by Matt Hardy. Uh Kind of in a video yeah. that uh, featured Senor Benjamin. So yeah. anybody that knew Matt Hardy and TNA and the whole uh, broken gimmick knows that Senor Benjamin and Reby and yeah. Maxwell were all a big part of that. Yeah. And uh, so now we are apparently we are approaching uh, the broken version of Matt Hardy in WWE that is Woken. Woken. So Glenn, give me your take and how you think this is going to play out. Um, my take on it. Uh, Tell us how you really feel, Glenn. I feel like <laughs> that you always have a wall. Like it's like you have a wall. I, and I was like that first when I yeah. first started podcasting or doing this show. I was like that. And uh, you have a wall, and you kind of you think about stuff before you say. Yeah. Don't do that. Just gotcha. just talk. Well, it's like me and you sitting here talking talking mm -hmm. in the living room. There's just yeah. microphones and uh, ten people watching <laughs> yeah. us at home. All right. Um, my first opinions of it is. First off, like WWE doesn't have a real like a real good track record of taking things that maybe another promotion has done and they mm -hmm. try to do it themselves. Uh, so I'm a little concerned with the gimmick if when it comes out. I haven't seen the gimmick yet. You know, I know it's coming. Yeah, but I'm yeah, but did concerned. you see it in TNA? Yeah, I saw it in TNA. Okay, it worked in TNA. Uh, you know, it got hugely popular, and I'm just hoping that WWE. Let's him have a doesn't let him turn into yeah. like a woken Abigail. Yeah, so like uh, you know what they did with the club. You know they brought in AJ, they brought in Finn, they brought in Carl uh, Anderson and mm -hmm. Luke Gallows, and you know we were expecting them guys to you know come together and form a, a WWE version of the Bullet Club, and yeah, you know you get to get that. Well, we sort of got it with AJ teaming up with uh, Anderson and Gallows, but you know it it just didn't work out for them guys and stuff as far as like carrying that over and and everything that they did in new japan uh i'm, I'm excited to see what matt hardy does with this gimmick you know I, I know what he did in tna with it i'm just saying you know i just hope that he's able to do everything he wants to do creatively with it and everything yeah the um my th like this is my take uh, i feel like every time i want to say that wwe is not going to screw something up they do yeah like it, like it's so easy to just slide it in and let it be successful. Yeah. And this is what this is. If you if you just allow him to be the driving force, driving creative force, for yeah. lack of a better term, uh, behind this gimmick, like let that's that's what's going to make it go. Yeah. Because and if to, in 
in my opinion, uh-huh. is if you if the guy like has already, it's it's like a company. Yeah. If uh, I'm gonna use this analogy, because like, I have like ten things going through my head. <laughs> uh, if if you if there's a company uh-huh. and one guy owns the company and and he did everything himself to get to a point where he was a very successful businessman mm-hmm. and, and has a national national company that makes him millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. Then like say Google comes up and buys mm-hmm. that company and wants to change all this stuff about it. And it's never, and then it loses its popularity. It loses its yeah. aura and it, yeah. it loses, it loses its feel yeah. because now it's the same thing. A corporate company is deciding the same thing they yeah. do with all their stuff. Exactly. I, f- I feel like that, that might be what's good. that might be what is going to take place with Matt Hardy. Yeah. But they've done some cool stuff and then especially yeah, especially with the talk of Nakamura. Yeah. Like coming up to the Rumble. Like mm-hmm. they might be giving this thing a chance. Yeah. And if I was if I was a writer and I put in for a writer's position at WWE <laughs> and Dutch swears that I'll get a call but I don't think <laughs> I will. Uh, my application is in. So anybody that knows like the corporate WWE thing Send them, send them a thing saying Patrick is smart. Patrick would be good, a good writer on your show. And then uh, we'll go from there, WWE. But uh, I feel like he he did it all himself uh, in uh, in TNA. Yeah. And he did a lot. Like I don't, I'm not, I don't think I'm giving away any secrets. Him and uh, him and Jeff and Borash did a lot of the production. Yeah. In all of those episodes, like the. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the, the episode? Final deletion. <laughs> Final deletion. All yeah. that stuff. Like they, 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 they wrote it. Uh, they produced it. They edited it. Okay. They, they gave it all. I think, yeah. I think it was those three. And uh, I think that if they allow him to just be him and have, like, I'm not gonna say full creative control, but uh, majority of creative control. Yeah. Because he can make that gimmick work in yeah. any situation. He doesn't have to win a title. Yeah. He doesn't even have to win a match. Exactly. He can make that gimmick work. Like it's just there. It's organically yeah. over and popular. So if you let him do that, and then mm. you put WWE production behind it, yeah, that's what's going to take it over the top. And you know the funny thing too is when Matt Hardy was over in TNA and he was doing all that stuff, mm-hmm. WWE tried to copy what he was doing. Yeah, and stuff and in they, some and, senses. Yeah, they and they sort of more or less failed at it because. You know they you try to well, do, yeah, yeah because you can't you can't jump into something like exactly. that and re- try to recreate something. Anytime you try to recreate something, yeah. you're going to be half as successful as what was originally created. Yeah, that's I don't know where I got that from, but that sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so like in my opinion, the well, I'll tell you what, uh, from a fan perspective, uh, and I know you're not a booker, you've never booked, I don't think. <laughs> um, so how would you book like say two WrestleMania? Uh, I think the money match uh, at WrestleMania is Bray Wyatt versus Matt Bro- Woken Matt Hardy. Yeah, that's the money match. I don't mm-hmm. think you can press that out for another year. Yeah. you can't. You can't come back to that next, like a 2019 WrestleMania. Uh-huh. So we have till February. So how would you book the situation between Matt Hardy and, or just Matt Hardy, just the Woken gimmick? Just the Woken. Like gimmick? give me, give me like a month to month. You don't have to do week to week or anything okay. like that. Putting you on the uh, spot. <laughs> See, you told me not to think about this stuff, but I got to actually no, sit down and think about it. This is the fun part. So, like, you want me to do mine first? Yeah, you go ahead okay. and do yours. So, I'd say you, you you teased, then you, i say he has, like, he's teased all uh-huh. this stuff. So, on Raw tonight, Matt Hardy's on Raw, right? Yeah. On Raw tonight, Matt Hardy 
has a match as uh-huh. normal Matt Hardy. Yeah. Still, still kind of freaking out. Like, yeah. no, like he's he's stopping himself. Yeah. He keeps he keeps going that way, and he mm. keeps stop. Like he's he's. This is going to sound horrible, but this is mm. the best analogy that I can that I can give. He is a he's a drug addict uh-huh. that went to rehab. Uh huh. That is like is wanting to. That I don't want to. I'm sorry. I don't want to <laughs> use that for Matt Hardy. He is a uh, somebody that was addicted to something. Yeah. He's cleaned himself up, mm-hmm. and now the, those demons are trying to come back. Yeah. And but he catches himself before they grasp him. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I don't, don't want to use that because I know Matt had substance abuse, and it's nothing to do uh, with that. It's just an analogy that I was using. Yeah. But yeah, so like that—that's the—that can be like the format in his head that like uh-huh. this 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 gimmick is trying this feeling in this person who I was in TNA is uh-huh. trying to come back. That's not what I want. Yeah, uh, I was successful as Matt Hardy in WWE, yeah. not as broken. Yeah. I, you, that took years off my life. Like yeah. this is the promo I see. Like I know I know everybody was looking mm-hmm. and and wants me to yell delete. Yeah, but nobody nobody can understand what that did to me on the inside. Yeah. It's it might it might have been entertaining to the fan base, but yeah. it was not entertaining to so, me yeah. as a personal as, like personally. Yeah, like it took a lot of time and years off my life, uh-huh. like going through that. I don't want to go through that again. Yeah. All right. So we're, that that's the setup. Uh-huh. Then he loses a match. He loses a match, and then he loses a match. So three matches down. Uh-huh. He can't figure out what's going on. Jeff's not there. He has mm. nobody to confide in, and uh, let's say he has a championship opportunity, which is weird because. Mm. Uh, WWE or because he's lost three matches, but yeah. WWE does stupid stuff sometimes. So <laughs> let's say he has a chance to win a championship. He so, he comes so close, yeah. so close, and he gets screwed out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he rolls out sitting on the apron, and he's just like, I don't know what else to do. I mean, the camera can catch him. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to do. I I don't. And then like the lights go out. Yeah. And a spotlight comes on on mm-hmm. the stage, and it's Senor Benjamin holding oh. his jacket. And, and like, dude, think about, like, I'm, I'm getting chill. Like, look, yeah. <laughs> look, think about Senor Benjamin holding his jacket. Yeah. Only, and I don't even care if WWE fans know, like, are familiar. I, I assume uh, they are because of the chance, but are familiar with Senor Benjamin. And so Nor Benjamin just walks down to the ring mm. and goes to hand Hardy his jacket like this right here. Yeah. And Hardy's like, no. And uh, you just tease that, yeah. Like every, like it doesn't have to be that dramatic every time. But just tease that, that, like tease that, for, tease that for a few months, yeah. yeah. And then finally, Matt Hardy, like, just loses it and grabs the jacket and yeah. walks off. And you know what's funny you know? too. And then, uh, and then, uh, sorry, Jeff comes back. Yeah. Jeff hasn't seen Matt or talked to Matt yeah. in, in like two weeks. Has hmm. no idea. Jeff walks out and is like, listen, I need, like, has anybody seen Matt? Has yeah. anybody, like, this is very, like, rough around the edges, so you'd have uh, to, but has anybody seen Matt? Lights go out. Uh, piano. Yeah. Matt comes out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and then from there, I don't want to take up the whole podcast booking yeah. this angle, but from there you have somehow where Jeff is like, I don't want you to go in, like, I don't want you to be that. Uh-huh. Because you last time you went down that path, you took me down that path with you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and then that's when you introduce Sister Abigail or yeah, Bray Wyatt did. or something like that. Yeah, and you have that match at uh, you have that match at WrestleMania. Yeah, but you somehow figure out how you can have a Sister Abigail show up that True. looks like Bray Wyatt to interfere in the match, and then mm. and then that's when you introduce Brother Nero. Yeah. And you have a whole new Hardys. 
you have a whole new like setup and yeah. a whole new gimmick for a tag team that's been around for 15, 16 years. Yeah, exactly. Now, what I was going to say was, was uh, I don't know, if some people, I mean, uh, not some people, if you attended Starcade, did y'all ever find it coincidental that when Matt Hardy came out, he brought his son out with him too? And he was like the first one out. Um, I thought it was like a little coincidence. I was like, okay, they might be, you know, getting ready to do something with the Woken or Broken possibly gimmick, you know, because he's introducing I think, I think his son. they tested out. I mean, yeah. they were wait- obviously they were waiting for uh, Anthem to yeah. release the rights. Yeah. But now that that's done, it's wide open. I just think that, like, take, I hope they take their time. Like, yeah. take their time yeah. and build its own story that yeah. way, which that's what they do, which is which I'm fine with in this scenario, yeah. because if they take their time and build their own story, that's when they will, that's when they will, like, make this character something that the people that are nostalgic from TNA, that want it, yeah. and a character that new fans that have never seen it yeah. have that interest in it. Yeah. That's my take on it. Yeah. Well, can I ask you one other thing? Yeah. Did uh, Crazy Steve sign with WWE not too long ago? I don't believe so. Oh, I thought he did for some reason. I think he did a tryout. Oh, okay. I heard he had a tryout. Okay. And I don't know. I haven't heard anything from there. Because when you were talking about somebody coming out like to be with Bray Wyatt to bring in Brother Nero, I was thinking of yeah. him. I was like, man, that'd be awesome to bring in Crazy Steve with Bray Wyatt. Yeah, definitely. And definitely. then they could do that tag team thing. But, yeah, man, that's, that's, a, that's a good angle. Like, I don't have no booking skills whatsoever. Like, when I play WWE 2K18, yeah. I don't do the universe mode. I just do. I just put together some matches that I think would, you know, tickle my fancy, and I play it. You know what I'm saying? But like booking skills goes to this guy right here. Yeah. And I, I Seth. Seth's trying to be smart on our comment section. <laughs> Seth Bowman, who I do love, but I will talk crap to. Uh, yes, I will take my time watching, but they get YouTube views for me because I might be doing something else on Monday nights. But I do, I do. Like, does this does this count? Is this a thing? The uh, Jeff said Steve's back on the Indies, so uh, yeah. Okay. It's crazy. Steve is somebody that would be cool to bring into PWX. Yeah. We could do some cool stuff with him. All right, but uh, but yes, Seth, I they get my YouTube views, okay? And you, I mean, I, I'm sure YouTube doesn't pay. No, I know YouTube doesn't pay him as much as TV does, but I I still give. It's not about where you give, Seth. It's about <laughs> just the fact that you give. But uh, Brad, Brad made a good point. Uh-huh. Like, what what are your thoughts as a WWE fan uh-huh. uh, about Jericho is officially not going to be at WrestleMania? Apparently, Brad, Brad sent in a message and he said that uh, Fozzie is booked on February eighth, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I assume I don't know what that means now that I think about it. But uh, yeah, so what do you think about Jericho possibly not being at Mania? That's a, When's that's the last mania we had without Jericho? He was there last year. He was there a year before last. Mm-hmm. Maybe three years ago? Three, oh, three or four? Say, like, yeah. Okay. It's, it's going to be a disappointment because uh, Jericho, he's a tremendous talent. Uh, I like watching Jericho. He's like not like the other part-timers. Yeah. He don't come in. He don't want you know title runs and stuff. He wants to put over the new and upcoming talent and stuff. Because it, from what I understand, what he said was he, he didn't get that when he was in WCW. So he's, you know, yeah. in his, you know, silver age now, he wants to do that for the up-and-coming talent and stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. Brad said yeah. he, he's booked. Uh, Fozzie has a show booked. Oh, okay. In April. April 8th, which is the date of WrestleMania. Yeah. 
So I guess that's officially. Yeah, him not being there. But yeah, it, it, like I said, to me as a fan, it's a it's gonna be a disappointment because you know I've always when WrestleMania comes around and I know Jericho's on the card, he's his matches are usually the entertaining ones. Yes. And, and stuff. Let's see who do you he, who did he wrestle last year? Kevin. Yeah, Owens. Kevin Owens. Kevin he wrestled Owens. AJ. Yeah, before the year that. before. Uh huh. And, and then, then might have been three years ago that he wasn't. Yeah, but the thing, is, the thing about it is, is uh, like Jericho. Like I, th- I feel like it's too late for Jericho to come in yeah. now, uh, because we're about to go into. We're, I mean, we're we're just getting in December. But I feel yeah. like, it, like when Jericho's uh, booked on Mania, he shows up maybe like the September, August, September before. Yeah. To help build the story throughout. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like anything if he showed up, which I'm, I'm sure. I mean, like I said, we're uh, we're I assume we're he's not going to. But uh, if he shows up now, it, I feel like everything would be rushed. Yeah. To get him to into a match, and yeah. they and I mean, truthfully, nothing against Jericho because uh-huh. I'm like I will, like I've always watched New Japan stuff. Like yeah. I have the in the New Japan World or NJPW World. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't. I can never remember the. <laughs> but I, I have that, yeah. and I watch it, and I usually watch it like the next day because the stuff airs at two o'clock in yeah. the morning, and it's like the Japanese time. But uh, yeah. I'm gonna watch Wrestle Kingdom mm-hmm. live. Okay. Like like when it airs. When it airs. Yeah. Like because I don't want to wait. Yeah. And that. Uh, so nothing against Jericho, but WWE has enough stuff going on to fill a WrestleMania card. Yeah. I don't think there's. It's not necessary to bring in. Mm-hmm. I, and I say this now because uh-huh. I don't know if Goldberg will show up. I don't know who's going to show up. If Rock's mm-hmm. going to come back, but. They have enough talent on the roster and enough mm. stories that are that are like people are following and that are successful yeah. to fill a WrestleMania card with their talent, and I hope they do. Yeah, I hope they do, so all of them can get the payday and get the spot exactly. and, and get what they earned over the past year. Yeah, because it hasn't all it hasn't been all good. Mm-mm. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> it hasn't been it hasn't been all uh, like crazy awesome yeah. uh, TV drama. Yeah. But uh, I think they're in a good place now, where they're starting to get more open. Yeah, and uh, like let them let give them a little bit more freedom. Yeah, more freedom to do like creative control. Yeah, and the, uh, in within the matches themselves and stuff. Yeah, the uh, what do you did you hear about the NXT? NXT oh yeah, going to air uh, on USA. Yeah, they said it was going to try to uh, gauge viewers on NXT, and they were going to possibly cut down Raw from three hours to two hours. And I guess fill that time, that last hour with uh, NXT, from what I read and stuff. Uh, but it sounds like promising for NXT guys and stuff. They get that national viewership, yeah, and everything, and get off the network and on to main TV. I think, which I've I've said that since like six months in of NXT, uh, uh, back when like Seth Rollins was there. Yeah, um, like they. They, they're they missing out on money. I understand. I mean, mm. I think now that they've, uh, now they're doing the pay-per-views or yeah. the live, sh- the shows, uh, takeover, uh, shows. takeover shows on yeah. the network. And they have all these, like, seriously, uh, the WWE 24, mm. uh, table for three. Uh, I don't watch any of the cartoon stuff, but like all of their, I mean, even legends house back yeah. in the day when they first re- yeah. like released legends house, all of their live, like content on the network is really good. Yeah, and really yeah. well done. Like I, I just watched the Goldberg one. Yeah. And it was in, like, Awesome. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I've never really been a fan of Goldberg. He had my uh, attention when I was younger, and he went through his streak at WCW. Yeah. But, uh, I, but I mean, that made me, like, the way I judge uh, that if, the, if and it, like, my opinion doesn't matter, but, like, whenever 
the way I judge if something is successful in my mind uh-huh. is if I don't really care. Like the KO 24, uh-huh. I loved. Yeah. I, I wanted to see that from the time it was announced. Um, <clears throat> and uh, like the Goldberg one, I just saw it on the network and I was like, I'm going to uh-huh. check it out. And by the end of it, I was like, that. I was so enthralled in Goldberg. Yeah. And like his family. Yeah. And uh, the story of why he was doing it, why he came back, and, and all I'm, that stuff. I never knew he was as into his family as he was and stuff. Yeah. I knew he had a big heart and stuff, but I just didn't know, you know, he was all for his family and stuff like he was. But uh, he, he's got a big heart of gold and everything. He wants to do things for his wife and kid. Yeah. And everything. Agreed, and I, I think it's yeah. One they, thing cool yeah, it's, it's a great like anybody yeah. that anybody that has a network that hasn't seen the twenty four uh, Goldberg needs to watch it. It's about his build up to WrestleMania yeah. and wrestling Brock. It's very well done. Very and same could be said for uh, Kevin Owens also. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a big family guy too. Yeah, see, I knew that when I, because whenever yeah. we I worked with Ring of Honor uh-huh. uh, and he travel, I would travel with him and like down in New Orleans a uh-huh. few times. But uh, the uh, Brad, Brad asked, we're going to get a little off topic, uh, but Brad asked, if, do we think Sammy gets a uh, late slide on Wrestle Kingdom? Sammy Callahan. Do you watch, oh. do you watch New Japan? When I, see it, when I catch it on Access TV, yeah. when I catch it on there, I watch, like, uh, this past Friday, I seen the match with uh, Will Ospreay, yeah. and I can't remember the other guy's name. So, so Sammy, there's a there's a thing called the World, I think it's called the World Tag League. Yeah. In uh, Earth, did you, I can't remember the name of it. Uh. Uh, if somebody's if somebody's uh, on, just shoot me the name of their tag. I think it's called the World Tag League, but uh-huh. I think World Tag League is WXW. So I think I might be wrong. I can't remember. There's there's a tag tournament. It's yeah. like the G, you ever heard of the G1 Climax? Yeah. It's like their singles tournament. Uh-huh. It might be a G1 Climax like tag tournament. Yeah. And uh, Juice Robinson, who's uh-huh. coming into PWX in January, uh-huh. uh, him and Sammy are a tag team, and okay. they've out, they've been doing pretty well. Uh-huh. But to answer the question, Brad, I think that Sammy's. Uh, he's already being successful, but I think his uh, big success in Wrestle Kingdom it comes uh, next year. I think Sammy just is just dipping his toe in the lake and is about to dive headfirst in yeah. to the New Japan because yeah. uh, I feel like uh, in in my conversations with him and just watching, I feel like that he just wants to show. He showed up for the tag league uh-huh. for the tag tournament, like just wanting to show uh, what he can do and yeah, stuff. Okay. Yeah, show the bookers what he can do and that he can be an asset there. Yeah, which Sammy's. Sammy's the coolest person, nicest human being in the world. It's World Tag League. Okay. okay. So, uh, yeah, World Tag League. I was, was that right? Was that right? Uh, World Tag League. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Brad and Jeff. But, uh, yeah, I think I think he's just playing his part right now. Yeah. And I think once and, – and it's not even on Sammy. It's just, just like everywhere else with Sammy. Yeah. Whenever people see him and understand how talented he is yeah. and how big of an asset he can become, uh-huh. he just – he becomes part of that company. And he, yeah. then, he then he just is – Presented with opportunities because of his work ethic, and yeah. his abilities, and his talent. But yeah, I think I think uh, maybe not Wrestle Kingdom this year, uh-huh. just because most of the stuff's already built uh, with uh, Jericho and, and Omega. Omega. Yeah. Uh, you got uh, who's wrestling? Uh, Naito, Naito is, and yeah. Okada yeah. are wrestling in the main event, and uh, who's wrestling Tanahashi? I can't remember. I can't name. remember. Somebody who. Uh, yeah. I see this stuff and I just can't remember. I can't the remember who's wrestling. Especially oh, like it's uh, Switchblade, okay. uh, Jay White. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so th- that's that's three major matches, yeah. and then and then you know they'll have the Bucks. Yeah, you know they'll have uh, like well, you Bullet Club. I'm sure they'll yeah, have the Bullet Grills of Destiny. 
Then I mean they have they have all their Japanese talents. Yeah. I can't remember the guy's name that the guy that beats up everybody. But uh, that was but cool. yeah, like I think I think their cards already. Uh, oh, and Abushi and Rhodes. Yeah, that's oh, what I was about to I mention too. About that. Yeah, for the for the Ring yeah. of Honor Championship. Yeah. God, I can't believe it. Thank you, thank you, Liz. I was about to say that, but you was talking. I was yeah. like, I didn't want to interrupt you. That you can remember that, but you can't remember Switchblade well, and Tanahashi. <laughs> Whatever. Well, I heard about the Cody Rhodes match before. Is it I heard Tanahashi? That. Is that his name? Tanahashi. The one that's like he's got this yeah. unbelievable hair. Yeah. He's like the, he's like their biggest face. Used to be yeah. the biggest face to a Cody game. But uh, but yeah, I think Wrestle Kingdom. You know, yeah. hey, you know what? I'm gonna put this out there. And uh, you can send me a message on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, mm. You can put it on the show's website. I, I might, I might put up uh. a projector in this beast, <laughs> in in the studio. I'll uh. put a projector, have people over, and we'll watch that shit at two o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, it'd be like having party. just a party. <laughs> it must gonna, it's probably gonna be two o'clock in the morning on a uh, two o'clock in the morning on like a Tuesday. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's. that's I mean, that, that's how it usually goes. Weekday party. Weekday two o'clock in the morning party. Late night party. Yeah. And I'll go to work in the morning. <laughs> I don't care. That's, I that's how pumped I am for that show. But uh, but yeah. So uh, let's see what else. What else has been going on in pro wrestling? What did you hear the, about uh, Naito uh, throwing shade at Jericho and Omega, saying they want the true main event of Wrestle Kingdom? Now, okay. So now, do you know the background of Naito? Of uh, yeah. No. So so Naito, uh, I'm I'm not gonna put a timeline because uh, I don't know the timeline. So Naito, uh, the uh, yes, Brian, you are supposed to loan me the projector <laughs> in the screen, uh, but uh, for that party, that's because Brian's coming. <laughs> but uh, so the, the office got behind Naito when he was younger, yeah, and tried to push him, mm-hmm. and he kind of backfired uh-huh. on him. And uh, there's a, there's a really good video that somebody put together. I don't believe it was New Japan, uh-huh. but like a fan put together about like the rise. Or the fallen rise. It's called. The, it's like the fallen rise of Naito. Yeah. And uh, it's very well done. And that's like I watched that. I knew kind of his story because I had read about it. Uh-huh. But I watched that and it made me. Uh, and it made me just understand his story. And it's amazing when, you, especially going into this match. Yeah. So, uh, and and it kind of turned on him. Then he had uh, a show where he tried to cut a promo against Okada, uh-huh. and it just fell flat, and everybody turned on him, and. Uh, then Rob, Rob, you're invited too, so you're coming too, Keller. Yeah. But uh, and then he left, and they sent him to Mexico. Yeah. And uh, he went to Mexico, and I can't say the name of their group. And uh, it's like Los Ingarnobles. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Los Ingarnobles. I don't know what it stands for. But uh, anybody that's Spanish that knows what that stands for, please let us know. They might have just made up word. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and he became huge yeah. down in. Uh, down in Mexico, yeah, for AAA. I can't remember. I don't know if it's AAA or CM or CMA, CML, CML, CMML, CC. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of letters. CMLL. That's what it is. CMLL. But they like, and so after he became famous there, he showed back up and was getting cheered. Yeah, and then he, when he showed back up, he created. I don't know if it was when he was in Mexico or if it was after. He was in Mexico, but he started doing this not that nonchalant mm-hmm. gimmick. Yeah. So uh, he like didn't care about yeah. anything. That's when he started doing. If you ever seen his match, he rolls, yeah. slides, and does the yeah. <laughs> the uh, he started doing all that stuff. Yeah. And he got over big. And uh, like when I fell in love with NATO, it was uh-huh. before the big New Japan. I saw a clip of a match 
where he had the title. And he got in the ring, and he uh, or he was walking to the ring, and he yeah. just threw the title <laughs> like as high as he could, and it landed wow. like in the middle of the ring. And I was like, sold, sold. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so oh, and Leisure invited to the uh, to the <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom party. We're gonna make this thing happen. It's gonna yeah. be a Wrestle Kingdom party, like live. We're gonna watch it live. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I'll give my address to everybody on a non-social, yeah, <laughs> non-social medium. But uh, so then we, uh, so he gets that. Uh-huh. And then he builds himself back up, and it was uh, it came down to uh, um, it was two years ago, uh-huh. if my memory serves me correctly. The two matches were uh, Tanahashi and Okada, uh-huh. and Omega versus Naito, uh-huh. and they were trying to figure out who was gonna like that. They yeah. they might have had a fan vote of who was gonna main event Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, and uh, it was uh, oh okay, thank you, Patrick. It's ungovernable. Uh-huh. So the the ungovernables. <laughs> so that, that's a that's a sick name. Yeah. Thank you, Patrick. But uh, yeah, Laura, Laura, take it that day off, Liz. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> jump on it. The ungovernables. Shout out to dating Spanish. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Brad. Too. Everybody just give me that. I appreciate it. And now I know, like I've never known that. I just know that I knew their name. Yeah. But um, but so they they voted for Tanahashi and uh. Tanahashi and Okada yeah. to main event, uh-huh. and Naito's like I now, and Naito, I don't know if it's like backstage rumors, but he was mm-hmm. pissed because he had come back and was the biggest star. Yeah, well, yeah. Okada's always been the biggest star, but was like up there near Okada. Yeah, so it's like you're near Cena or Hogan, you should yeah. main event, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, so like two years, fast forward two years later, mm-hmm. at this Wrestle Kingdom, yeah. he is the main eventing against Okada. Yeah. So it's it's like, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you, Leslie. Leslie's like my. Uh, it was Tanahashi versus Nakamura yeah. in the main event. The uh, you're I believe you're right, Les. But uh, he's my he's my New Japan uh, okay. source. So everything I get wrong, shoot <laughs> shoot a message to me, Les, and we'll fix it. But uh, right. yeah, so that's a cool story in itself. Yeah, and they've told that in the in the vignettes. Right. Uh, but yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, dude, that, that show's going to be insane. Oh, yeah. I think that show will top WrestleMania. Yeah, it should. Uh, I think with the talent that New Japan has and the booking that they have for the uh, for Wrestle Kingdom, it should be, if not big, if not just as big, bigger than WrestleMania and stuff because it's got a lot of hype to it right now. A lot of people are talking about that more than WWE stuff right now. I agree. Yeah. The Well, I'm going to put this out there since we're talking about New Japan. we got about yeah. – 20 more minutes, then we're going to jump jump into our uh, exclusive interview with John Schuyler. Uh, like, I believe, and I'll, I just want to put this in a public forum, so I'm going right. to talk to you, but I'm putting this in a public forum, and I want, and I want people's opinion on Facebook Live if you're watching. Uh, if you're not, if you are watching and your friends aren't watching, go message your friends, tell them to watch this stuff, because I'm about to drop some knowledge. <laughs> not really. I'm about to give you my opinion on why New Japan w- wasn't su- successful nation- internationally, uh-huh. and why, th- why they weren't, and then why they are. This okay. is my opinion. Just holding my opinion, guys. Right. This I'm not. I'm a nobody. Um, I've just been a wrestling fan forever, and I've been in wrestling <laughs> um, for the longest time. Like when I hear stories, like Jericho's old stories, uh-huh. uh, I'll say it, Benoit stories about Benoit and uh, Dynamite Kid, uh-huh. and all these people uh, going to Jer- Jericho, uh-huh. going to New Japan, and uh, like it, it was almost like up until the past two or three years, it uh-huh. might have been till the rise of the Bullet Club. Yeah. The uh, like in New Japan, they would keep. I wouldn't say they would keep like gaijins, mm. which are Americans, yeah. I think, uh, down. 
like keep them down like yeah. at a certain level. So there was yeah. a ceiling. Yeah. And uh, I feel like that's what kept them from being huge in the States yeah. and in Canada and even somewhat in Mexico mm. and throughout England is the, uh, they didn't really, their, their guys, the new Japan people didn't really tour over in the States yeah. unless it was with WWE or WCW or, WC, yeah. or even or TNA even later yeah. in that. And, uh, like when Americans would come over or Canadians would come mm. over, they would hit that ceiling yeah. and then it's just like, Oh, you did a tour in, in Japan. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, I'm going back. Okay, cool. You did a tour in Japan. Oh, how many tours uh, did you do? Ask Steve Carino how many tours did in Japan? He'll be like 58. Wow. Something like that. But it's like, uh, I, I say that I apologize to you if I'm over, if, if I, if I over, like if I said over the amount that you really did, just keep that 58 number yeah. and make people believe that. But I assume, I bet you he did, because Steve was over there forever. I mean, uh-huh. all the time. But uh, the, like, now, it might have been the Young Bucks. It might have uh-huh. been, it might have been Devitt. Yeah. Just somebody opened their eyes to, if they if they put, like, Gaijins uh-huh. or people that are, like, non-Japanese wrestlers that uh-huh. are over, under contract, if they put uh-huh. them in premier mm-hmm. spots. Yeah. It's going to bring that market. Yeah. Like, because then people that grew up on these guys yeah. see that they're doing well over there and they want to, they, it gains interest. Yeah. And all you do is, and when you have a product like New Japan, all you got to do is just gain interest. Yeah. And when somebody's got interest and they watch a little bit of it, they're going to be hooked. Yeah. Like, that's the product they have yeah. now. <laughs> and it might have been, it might have been the Bucks. It might have yeah. been Devitt. Like I said, it might have been the Bullet Club. Yeah. It might have been, I mean, I think Omega, Omega was a star in Japan before he ever stepped foot. Uh, in New Japan, most people don't know that he was a star wow. for DDT. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was over in New. He was wow. over in Japan for probably four years. Is that why he speaks uh, Japanese? Yeah, that's so why he speaks so well. <laughs> wow, okay. And it's, uh, yeah, and that's like that. That should tell you, like, if we, uh-huh. if like from from an in, independent perspective, uh-huh. uh, when we originally started booking people from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. It was because we wanted to bring people bring people down that were big in CZW. Yeah. That were big in, uh, like, Chikara, uh-huh. big in uh, Ring of Honor. Be- because then when people are searching their name online, and they uh-huh. say, okay, well, Eddie Edwards. We'll say Eddie Edwards. Uh-huh. Eddie Edwards was a, was a Ring of Honor champion. was multiple times a Ring of Honor tag team champion. Uh-huh. Now he was – now he's, I think he's still the NOAA, uh-huh. pro wrestling NOAA champion. But we, we started bringing him in. Uh-huh. And uh, we, gained, we gained notoriety – from PWF for PWX uh-huh. to Ring of Honor fans because they see Eddie when they follow him on Twitter and he uh-huh. tweets out, "Oh, I'm going here." It's the same concept yeah. as uh, New Japan booking like big independent names in yeah. in America. Yeah. Because when they say when Sammy Callahan went over there, uh-huh. it was a big deal. Yeah. You know, like Sammy. Oh, this Sammy's never been. Sammy's tearing up. Like tearing up the independents in yeah. the Carolinas, and he's even in Mexico some. Yeah, uh, he's in he's over in England all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, then he shows up in New Japan, and it just that all the people that follow Sammy at yeah. all these little shows that he does. I, w- yeah. I don't want to say little shows, all these independent shows, shows he does yeah. around the states is now going to tune into New Japan, and they uh-huh. might not have ever heard of New Japan before. Yeah. You know, yeah, and it's that's the like that's the key that I think to their their continued success yeah. is that they've been able to use these gaijins yeah. and and use and make them popular over there therefore gaining the interest and the eye of yeah. all these Americans and Canadians exactly. and yeah, and English and like and Europeans yeah 
That's my take on it. I got to agree with that. Yeah. Because it's like, I want to say it's probably like when you took guys like Finn, like Devitt. Yeah. I'm going to call him by his independent name, yeah. Devitt. You can say Balor. People yeah. know what you're talking about. <laughs> but, yeah, when he, when he rose to fame over there in Japan, mm-hmm. it brought a lot of eyes over there. And stuff. Yeah. And then with the, with the Balor Club or, you know, the Bullet Club now is what it's called, uh, even more eyes over there now. A lot of people – they they know the Bullet Club and they associate the Bullet Club with what Japan. Yeah. So. Well, it's like it's if I'm if my memory serves me correctly, uh-huh. the Bullet Club didn't start as a bunch of Americans. It started uh-huh. as a, as people from uh, one of the Mexico companies. Because yeah. David was in a Mexico company, uh-huh. like either CMO or AAA, uh-huh. before he went to New Japan. Okay. And he brought some people from that promotion to New Japan, and okay. that's what started the Bullet Club. Yeah. So like how the NWO was started was uh, NWO was started from uh, like Razor yeah, uh, or what was it uh, Hall Nash and well it was started from Hall Nash and them but the concept came from Japan yes they had like a separate organization from New Japan that wanted yeah. to take over yeah and they just Americanized it yeah which was smart yeah and I don't know like yeah I think I think that I don't know that you're right. I don't know that it was called the New World Order, but it was something along yeah. the lines of the I, same I concept. I can't remember what it was, but uh, I think Sonny Ono was uh, like the manager for him or something. Yes. And he, Anybody that wants to do any research on that and shoot us a message, please do. I'm going to swing over here. And uh, Glenn, take over. Give us a topic. Oh, buddy. <laughs> how, about, how about we get a topic from uh, everybody that's watching on yeah. Facebook Live? Throw us a topic that we can talk about because yeah. I've ran through my laundry list and we got about <laughs> – 12 minutes before we're going to jump in and uh, get Skylar on the line. Uh, so, yeah. Anybody that has anything, do you know uh, what's some... I got a question for you. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to turn this up. What do you think about uh, celebrities being used for professional wrestling, like bringing them in to promote your company or whatever? You're talking about Steve Mill. Yeah, like Stephen Amell, or even um, like having them come in and do matches and stuff. Like if they're, I don't think up it. it. Uh, Jeff, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Does, does anybody have Tim Storm? I don't know. Let me. Uh, uh, Jeff, Jeff asked on. Uh, I'm gonna I'm get to your yeah, question. Gotcha. I'm gonna get to your question. Jeff asked on our Facebook Live feed, uh, "When's Tim Storm coming to PWX?" We touched on Tim Storm last week, and uh, Tim Storm's an NWA champion uh, mm-hmm. under the. Regime, I guess, is it Regime yeah. of uh, of what's his name, uh, Smashing Pumpkins, Billy Corgan? Oh, Billy Corgan, yeah, yeah, of the new NWA, and uh, the I don't know, I don't know if uh, I don't know, I don't have Tim Storm's contact information. I don't even know where he's out of. Yeah, but uh, but uh, your question uh-huh. was say, say it one more time for me because uh, I, I got on the Tim Storm <laughs> thing. And, was uh, what's your take on like? Uh, Oh, celebrities, celebrities. Yeah, celebrities. Um, I think if done right, it's uh, it's it works. Oh, okay. I feel like um, the Steve Amell thing came from uh, I think I think Cody's been on Arrow before. Yeah, he was. And they became friends on Arrow, and I think Cody kind of set that up. Yeah. And. Uh, I, think, I, I like what they did. It got a lot of buzz for Ring of yeah. Honor. That's, I mean, that's that's what going back to the first WrestleMania or mm-hmm. the the WrestleMania when they started using celebrities. Yeah, like that's what it's all about. That's yeah. what it's for is get, just to get buzz outside of the yeah. wrestling business. 
And uh, I think that that's what they did. I think Ring of Honor did a good job uh, with the mail to yeah. do that. WWE did the same thing with them. They try. Yeah. I mean, WWE even went, like went far enough to do the special general manager or the guest oh, general yeah. manager, <laughs> where they have all these celebrities. Yeah. And it worked for a while, but then people get tired of it. Because I think it worked for. I think it stopped working when After you weeks. brought in guys that did not know your product and yeah. stuff. Like, yeah, I think it's like like when you Jeremy bring in, Piven. Yeah, coming from a summer, uh, what was it Slumber Jam or something yeah. like that. When you bring in, uh, I mean, all they do is find the next big yeah. movie that was coming out, and they would uh, just try to jump on the people, yeah. jump on it, and uh, just get some pub out of it. But I think, yeah. But then you think about, yeah. like, in that sense, you think about when, uh, like, what's uh, what's his name? That loved that loves wrestling. The uh, they used to have uh, Daily Show. John Stewart. John Stewart. Yeah. yeah, like he was awesome. Yeah, Hugh Jackman was awesome. Yeah, you know, Snoop Dogg was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like you can. It, it's 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 an yeah. idea that if if you do it too much, like WWE yeah. did, it, you run it into the ground and people yeah. get tired of it. But if you do it here and there, then yeah. it's I think it's great. Per, yeah, it's yeah. great publicity. Uh, that usually ninety percent of the time, the celebrities. Uh, Ninety percent of the time, the celebrities get have more fun than they think they're gonna have. Mm. But if you if you have a celebrity that has never been that are huge wrestling fans, mm. but have has never seen like has never been a part of a yeah. wrestling show, they flip out, man. They yeah. flip out. Uh, like they can't believe everything that goes into it. They just think yeah. it's a lot of people just people going out there wrestling. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, the well, Liz, we'll talk about that. Uh, Leslie said, uh, funny how you guys uh say that about the NWO, how the NWO started. If Vince and whoever is running WWE would just only take advantage of the Bullet Club craze by taking Balor, Styles, Anderson, and Gallows and let them run wild, uh, take reality inter- into entertainment, if you get me, do the same stuff WCW did with Hall and Nash, make it yeah. seem like the um, I agree, I yeah. think that uh. I think the best thing they could have done with the Bullet Club was have two Bullet Clubs. One ran by AJ, one ran by Balor. Yeah. And let that lead into Survivor Series. Just add two WWE people on each yeah. side. Yeah. The I, agree. I mean, I don't know how you would do that. Or I mean, even even so, like. Mm. Have the one bullet club and have AJ and Balor or they could fight over like who they should be with, the leader. Or they could do with like what they did with uh, Adam uh, Page. I mean, not Adam Page. Adam, Adam Cole. Cole. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, where they teamed him with, uh, with two Riley Ringo, and yeah, yeah, and call him undisputed era. Uh, you could have done that. You could have had Balor have a set of guys and call it Balor Club. Yeah. Had Styles and have a group of guys and call it Bully or the Club or whatever. Yeah, I think I think Balor Club would have been, but that that'd have been a perfect opportunity to yeah. run that angle into a program with Balor and AJ. Yeah, I mean they they did miss that opportunity. Yeah. I agree with you there, Leslie. I don't know if I like you might get into the same thing that WWE, WCW got into with WWE. It was yeah. WWE might get into that with New Japan whenever they uh, do like take that gimmick and, yeah. and run it again. It was just under a different name. Yeah, and then lawsuits get involved. But yeah, so uh, yeah, but back back to celebrities. Uh-huh. I think uh, celebrities, when done right, uh-huh. works. Uh, when done wrong, uh-huh. turns into a complete nightmare. Yeah, and exposes a lot about the business because you you can tell that you're telling them what to do. Yeah, 
and they have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, I've seen that a lot during their uh, guest host. When they try to fight. No, Seth, like, Green, when, Seth Green was another one that was really good. Yeah, he was. He's a, he's a big fan, but, like, yeah. some of them did, like, did not know the product, and you could tell, like, they were reading a script or something. Yeah. And it, it just made it look look like you're forcing these guys to go out here and say that, that you're treating them, you know, with, uh, you know, you're whining and down them to get those, you know, that viewership, but mm-hmm. they don't know your product and stuff. So that's what, that's how I felt about when it was done wrong. I, you just you just gave me something. Uh, you have, like, for the most part, some of those were, like, world-class actors mm-hmm. coming in, and they can't make something believable in front of a WWE audience. Yeah. But you have professional wrestlers who uh. do it every week. <laughs> yeah. To the point. To the point, I was listening uh, to uh, Pritchard's podcast, uh, uh, something to wrestle with, and he was saying, and he he made a statement during I can't remember which episode it was. It was one of the last couple uh, ones, but he made a statement of saying that in wrestling, uh-huh. uh, yes, <laughs> Bob Keller said when done wrong, they are called the Ball Family. Yeah, yes, perfect example. Thank you, Bob. But uh, yeah, he made me lose my train of thought. Oh, okay, <laughs> but uh, you. you that shows you the acting ability. Uh-huh. Oh no, no. He said, he said that wrestlers are so good at what they do uh-huh. that people believe they are like they are in the ring outside of the ring. Yeah, like in re- in, in regular life. Yeah, and ninety percent of them aren't. Yeah, but it shows you the acting ability of professional wrestlers at the at the level of WWE. Yeah, that they can go out there and and act and make people believe every week. Yeah. That they, that they act, they are this person. That yeah. they act like that all the time. That they, yeah. that you believe that that is who that person is. Yeah. And they're playing a character. Yeah. And you have some of the best actors in the world uh-huh. that have made like multi-million dollar movies. Yeah. Can't go out there and make people believe yeah, exactly the character that they're trying to portray. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's something to think about. That's something that wrestlers should put on their resume. Yeah. Like when they go out for acting gigs. Seriously, yeah. they they get overlooked all the time for their acting abilities. Yeah. And it's it's amazing, it, even even on an independent level. Yeah, I mean some of them are bad, but most of them like are. But I don't say most of them, but some of them are like so. Like I'll give an example. Uh-huh. I've I've been in wrestling long enough that whenever somebody takes a rough bump uh-huh. or a rough punch or a rough move uh-huh. or a big spot, yeah, then you can look at it and tell, uh. Like if so, if something's really wrong, like yeah. you can just look and say, okay, they're really hurt, uh-huh. or okay, they're selling. Okay, mm. um, fix it. But uh, <laughs> they like some wrestlers uh-huh. in PWX. Some wrestlers take something, uh-huh. and I and I feel like they're really hurt. And yeah. I'm a trained eye. Yeah. Like I'm I'm accustomed to this. I'm a trained eye. Uh-huh. I can I feel like I have a good sense of when I can tell if somebody's actually hurt or when they're if they're not. Yeah. If I need to go out there and check on them, or if I don't. And some wrestlers make me believe that I need to go out there and check on them. And uh, then they get back, and I'm like, hey, buddy, are you okay? And they're like, yeah, yeah we're good. Uh, it was awesome. I was, and I'm like, yeah. this is insane. Yeah. Brian Schuyler will be on in three minutes. So in three minutes, anybody that's jumping in on the Schuyler interview, uh, we're going to pull him in at 8 o'clock. We're going to let you guys see uh, a big part of this interview is going to talk about what happened uh, in October uh, at w- or WWE. <laughs> at PWX Unsanctioned, we've been talking about WWE too much. Yeah. <laughs> at PWX Unsanctioned, and uh, we're gonna talk to him about that because nobody's really talked to him. Uh, we haven't talked to him since uh, Unsanctioned. So just so people, if people aren't aren't familiar with uh, the PWX show in October, we got the highlight video that uh, 
we're going to show and you can watch uh, uh, the highlight video from the video on demand of PWX Unsanctioned. Yeah. And uh, then we're going to get Skylar on the line and do it like that. So I think I think we can go ahead and do it. So, Glenn, yeah. if you want to go ahead and grab your phone, yeah. we're going to give him a call. And, uh, yeah, so, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen PWX Unsanctioned, uh, it, was, it took place in October. It was PWX's last show before the January. Welcome back. Glenn's still new to the studio, I guess. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so it, it took place in October. Uh, the main event was Corey Hollis versus John Schuyler in a uh, unsanctioned match. Anything goes, and it was violent. It was brutal. And, uh, once again, me being part of PWX management and Brian haven't talked to Schuyler since this, so this will be the first time I've talked to him. And the first time that he addresses the audience since his defeat at PWX Unsanctioned. So we're going to, this is the uh, highlight video, so check it out. And we're going to be back with John Schuyler after this video. Maybe. There. Adler's going to try to capitalize, but it's that good lord. He landed on his feet. As did Darius Lockhart diving out of the ring, taking out Drew Adler. Coach Mikey in a lot of trouble here in the middle of the ring. Good lord, that is indeed quarters. Good eye.
right, and we're back, and we are joined by the one and only, the Southern Savior, John Schuyler. John, how you doing, bud? I'm doing good, guys. How are y'all? Uh, we're good. Yeah, uh, we haven't had any technical difficulties on the show, which is a plus. Well, knock on wood. Yeah, you know how it is. You know how it is doing these podcast things. So, oh, yeah. I have a uh, very, uh, I wouldn't call it award-winning, but it's a very popular and on its way to award-winning podcast myself, Preaching the Truth. I would, I would say it's award-winning. It's very good. I think your most popular episode might have been when I was on it, though, <laughs> roughly. Yeah, I got, uh, got a lot of good feedback from that one, and uh, stirred up a lot of stuff, too. Yeah, apparently. I've heard. I've heard. But, yeah. yeah. So, this is your first public interview since uh, PWX Unsanctioned. We were telling the uh, our live viewing audience and our, pod, our podcast listeners. Uh, it was yeah. a rough night for you. And uh, I was, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm one of the, I'm one of the office, for lack of a better term, at PWX. And me and Brian were talking about it before that night, and we were thinking it was going to be kind of be a, a cleansing of John Schuyler because you had put this off for so long, and uh, then it had, then it finally came to a head, and you had finally made your mind up. Uh, I mean, you had po- uh, personal conversations. You had finally made your mind up that it's time for you to end Corey Hollis. But uh, that didn't happen. Tell me your thoughts about what took place uh, in October at PWX Unsanctioned. Uh, you know, I, I went into it, uh, into the match, knowing that it was going to be brutal. Uh, there's sometimes, there's some nights uh, in this profession, you just, you just know, like you know what you're getting yourself into. And uh, I even said, you know, a couple months back that, you know, I was not taking the, the fight to protect Corey uh, and and what I was afraid I would do to him given the circumstances of a no-rules environment uh, where there's no count-outs and no disqualifications. And I think you guys and, you know, the fans of PWX have seen in the past that uh, I can get pretty violent myself uh, in terms of, like, my feuds with Anthony Henry, Jake Manning, and, and several others. Um, but uh, I definitely will say that I came out uh, mentally and physically different than, you know, the way I walked in. And, uh, you know, I, I know you guys just showed the highlight video and really the brutality kind of speaks for itself. I mean, yes. there's some images that you see that uh, are graphic in nature and there's uh, images that are very powerful and uh, not necessarily pretty. But, uh, you know, I think it's going to be something that fans uh, and wrestlers alike will remember for a very long time. Um I know I will because I've got scars that are permanent and they're not going to go away. And uh, every time I look in the mirror now, I'm going to be reminded of that night when I when I look in the mirror and see the scars, you know, on my head and you know the toll that it's taken on my body. It's going to be a constant reminder every day when I get out of bed, uh, exactly what I went through at Unsanctioned. Yeah, we uh, we did a, our show after the week after the Unsanctioned uh, event. I, I did a little recap with Dutch. And I told him, and which he was there. Dutch is uh, the camera guy for PWX, and yeah, I know Dutch. I, uh, I I'm usually behind the scenes. I'm usually behind the curtain, you know, taking care of everything. And I wasn't for that match. Like I, I sat ringside and followed you guys everywhere. And that was one of the most intense matches I've ever seen in my life from uh, from in a live capacity. And uh, I'm personal friends with both of you guys. And I've known both of you guys, and we've uh, our paths have crossed, and we've had uh, a friendship since I mean, maybe five or six, seven years ago. 
but uh yeah it was hard it was like knowing you on a personal level it was hard seeing what you guys have been through uh and knowing that your history together and now apart uh it was it was like personally hard to witness that i couldn't imagine going mm-hmm. through it but uh yeah have I assume I know the answer to this question, but just like brothers, because I can, I feel like that you and Corey were our brothers, or were once like brothers. Uh, after something like this happens, is it like two brothers that fight and everything's good from that point on? I mean, I know the ending. For those of you who haven't seen the ending, the, it's available on demand uh, on the PWX Probe and on the High Spots Wrestling Network, so you can watch it on either one. Uh, but yeah, what's like? Do you are you and Corey good, or do you have unsettled business, uh, or do you wash your hands of it and set your path to another part point in PWX or another company in in the United States or the world for that matter? Um, all great questions. Uh, I'm gonna kind of answer them. Uh, yeah, I know, you know I threw a lot uh, at you. I'm, yeah. I'm going to try to answer them as best I can and make sure I hit every point because i got a lot of uh, stuff I want to cover here. Gotcha. And, we got uh, time. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I do have a special announcement that I want to get to in a minute. But, uh, awesome. I, uh, you know, I think there's a misconception uh, amongst a lot of wrestling fans that the street fight was somehow the end of this rivalry between myself and Corey. And uh, it's not. It's only the beginning. Uh, they say, you know, that it could be the beginning of the end. Uh, I think we just saw the end of the beginning. Uh, there's still a lot more ground for us to cover, um, you know, given the circumstances of, you know, how he won the street fight. Uh, okay. You know, I, uh, you know, he, he had a lot of help in doing so. Um, uh, so, no, uh, we're, we're not finished yet. And, uh, you know, Corey's got a, a lot of issues uh, in terms of, he has a hard time of uh, accepting responsibility for his own failures. Um, you know, Corey and myself were a tag team at one point and uh, had moderate success, uh, you know, working with NXT and, and other places like that. And uh, Corey likes to put this blame on me that it's my fault that we didn't get signed to full-time deals. And, uh, you know, you know, I, I don't know whose fault it is, but uh, I think Corey uh, is kind of a – a shallow statement to say something like that in in terms of, you know, he's got to look at himself in the mirror and if whatever, if that's what makes him feel, you know, if that's what makes him feel better every day when he looks in the mirror, then okay, so be it. But, uh, you know, uh, we're not, we're not done by a long shot. Um, I am, uh, I'm beat up right now. I, uh, it's just a street fight, uh, compiled with having over a thousand matches in my career uh, and wrestling close to 10 years now, believe it or not, wow. uh, I'm, I'm pretty beat up. I'm banged up right now. And uh, a lot of the injuries that I'm kind of working through and trying to work through uh, are all because of that street fight. Um, you know, I, I've got a hyperextended knee that I'm trying to work through. Uh, I'm going through that table that was insane. Uh, I, uh, had, I had been working with a pinched nerve in my lower back. I know I told you about that. Um, headed into the street fight and so that was just aggravated even more uh, I believe at the point when Corey uh, had me in the fireman's carry and put me through the ladder um, that just re-aggravated that injury and then of course the massive amounts of blood I lost, the scars uh, 
all that almost seem, you know, they almost pale in comparison to the slew of injuries I've been working through. Uh, and I have been seeing doctors, and uh, doctors have advised me to kind of slow things down, and this is kind of where the special announcement kind of comes into play if we can go ahead and cover that. Uh, doctors have kind of advised me to slow down a little bit, and, uh, you know, uh, it, it's tough when uh, your heart wants to keep going and uh you know with professional wrestling it's something that it's my passion it's something i've always wanted uh to do ever since i was a kid and then when you're physically unable to compete at your best it's a tough pill to swallow and uh so you know doctor's orders have said that uh you know they want me to kind of slow down a little bit uh and reevaluate some things but uh I think Patrick, you know me better than just about anybody. I've never taken orders from anybody. That's I've true. Never really taken orders from doctors either, and that's why I'm on here to announce that I will be throwing my name into the hat of uh, the field of 16 for this year's X16 tournament, and uh, I will be competing in January in the 2018 X16 tournament. Awesome. That's what I was hoping to hear. I had I had I had built something of an expectation for that, uh, but I was, still wasn't sure because, uh, once again, like you stated, I knew uh, a lot of the injuries that you had even going into the street fight. And once again, I was right there, like right from like uh, arms length away from you and Corey almost to that whole match. And I personally saw the brutality, and and uh, it's probably it's probably it was probably worse than you explain it was it's hard to fathom uh but yeah i i'm very very happy to hear that uh, i was hoping you would be a part you were a big part of the x16 tournament last year uh when you surprised everyone by showing up after being uh after what a about a four or five six months absence yeah uh, but yeah and uh i i mean you i feel like uh, my last question for you, and this is me going uh, on our history, is uh, if people are new to PWX or if they're not familiar with uh, John Schuyler, as familiar as some people are, uh, you you had a pretty, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, a pretty strong run uh, with not caring about anyone but John Schuyler. And yeah. uh, that led you to a lot of success. That led you to success holding the PWX uh, World Heavyweight Championship twice. That led you to forming a group uh, called The Experience with multiple people that are now in WWE. Uh, that led you to numerous mm-hmm. opportunities with WWE and NXT and Ring of Honor and uh, Impact Wrestling. Uh, is it time for John Schuyler to take a step back from – uh, who he has become and dip into uh, what he once was. You're wondering if I'm going to revert back to my old ways, aren't you, Patrick? I am because I had a lot of uh, sleepless nights of having to uh, deal with uh, one John Schuyler and the experience uh, during those evil ways. So it's kind of a personal question, but also a public question because I think uh, a lot of the fans that have followed the PWX product and more importantly, followed uh, your career and your thousand matches. Uh, yeah, they know your history and they know what you're capable of if that mindset comes back to you. Well, the bottom line is, uh, you know, I just turned thirty uh, about a month or so ago, and uh, you know, I've looked back at some of the old footage 
uh, like on the High Spots Network and stuff of the old PWX shows. And when I was, you know, just kind of breaking out of the pack in PWX. And, uh, yeah, I was a little bit of a sinister, evil SOB. And uh, the bottom line is, hey, I'm, you know, I just turned 30 years old. I've got my, my life is a lot different now. And uh, I uh, have matured a lot. And in a lot of ways. And, uh, you know, I look back at some of those old tapes or oh, tapes. Jeez, now I sound archaic. Uh, I, uh, I look back at some of the old footage and, uh, I see an immature boy. Uh, and yes, I did experience a lot of success. Uh, you know, like you said, I captured the PWX, uh, world heavyweight title twice. I was a PWX tag team champion. I've given the fans tons of memories in terms of, uh, some of the rivalries and things of that nature with guys like, like I mentioned earlier, Jake Manning, Anthony Henry, uh, Ethan Case, and the list goes on and on. Um, you know, I just, I think we saw glimpses of it in the street fight uh, of the old John Schuyler. And uh, depending on uh, what, bu- what buttons get pushed uh, by Corey Hollis, it's going to have a lot to do with, uh, you know, whether or not I uh, revert back to those old ways. If he pushes hard enough, I think people know that know me know that when my back's against the wall, I'm going to come out and strike like a pit bull. Uh, okay. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, nothing's for, nothing's for certain. I mean, I really don't want to revert back to my old ways, but if uh, if Corey pushes hard enough, I'm, I'm not going to have a choice. Uh, and uh, I'm kind of scared uh in terms of what I'd be capable of doing. I completely understand. And uh yeah, I just wanted to get that out there. I feel like that was that was a question that a lot of the fans and myself once again personally uh wanted to ask. And and, and people don't uh again another big misconception mm-hmm. is uh that I, John Scott somehow lost his edge. I have not lost my edge. I there's definitely a rebellious uh cerebral sinister uh, evil person uh, underneath this uh, exterior, and uh, you know it's it's cool because I don't think I've even hit my prime yet in terms of what I'm capable of doing, and I'm excited as long as I can stay healthy. Uh, you know, get some of these injuries out of the way, and X16 is going to be a big test because uh, I'm hoping, uh, anyways, that I'll be wrestling multiple times over the course of that two days, and uh, right now. You know, I don't want to look too far uh, on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm focused on X16, and I want to win the thing because, uh, yes, I had a memorable run last year in the tournament, but I didn't win the whole thing, and I want to win the whole thing. And uh, that's going to be kind of the start of my 2018, and uh, I'm hoping by the end of 2018 you'll see John Scalder make history and become a three-time PWX champion, the only man to ever do so. So that's kind of what I'm focused on. That's what all my training's been focused on, and uh, – Right now, yeah, I just want to get through X-16. Gotcha. Well, John, thank you for joining us here on the Wrestling Open Forum show. I appreciate I appreciate you taking this platform to uh, make your announcement. Uh, I will contact Brian as soon as we get done so we can work up a graphic and get it out there that you are part of the X-16 tournament. Uh, and on a personal level, uh, stepping out of the business side of PWX, I am uh, super excited that, you, that you're going to be a part of it. Uh, you, I mean, I, I've told you this numerous times, fans tell you this all the time, you're a big part of PWX and the uh, the success that it has gained over the past couple of years. And uh, I hope that you're a big part of it for uh, for many, many 
many more years. Because we have a bright future. Uh, PWX has a bright future, but John Schuyler has a super bright future. Well, Patrick, thank you very much for the platform. Not only here to uh, announce uh, my participation in X16, but thank you for the platform that you and Brian provide many of us uh, uh, wrestlers, uh, performers, whatever you want to call us, uh, in, in the terms of PWX to grow as as performers and to get better. Uh, because PWX is the is is kind of John Scholar's home, and uh, I'm looking forward to creating many more memories uh, under the PWX umbrella. Awesome. Thank you, John, for calling in. You rest up, and we'll see you in January. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was John Schuyler. Here, Glenn. Okay. Make sure you hang up. Uh, yeah, John Schuyler, a uh, huge announcement. He announced that he will be a part of PWX X16. Uh, that's taking place on January 13th and 14th, January 13th in downtown Charlotte at the Carol Hoffman Hoffner Center, Carol something Center. Uh, and night two, that's night one. Night two will be at Cabarrus Arena. Once again, we'll grace the unofficial home. I just, uh, screw it. I know NXT yeah. runs it and Ring of Honor likes to run it. Yeah. But it is the home of PWX, the Cabarrus Arena. Uh, two huge nights. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I feel like that Brian told me earlier that we are going to release five names. So John Schuyler is going to be one of those. Mm-hmm. So we have one. Okay. So after you turn this off, jump over to, like I said, at the first of the broadcast, Shoot over to uh, facebook.com backslash PWX Wrestling and look at all of the 10 names that we've announced so far and the five names that we will announce today. And, uh, yeah, and we're building to X16. Yeah. Uh, this will be our third year doing it. The okay. f- yeah, first year was mildly successful. Second year was amazing. It was uh-huh. our debut on a company called Flow Slam, who uh-huh. has since dropped the ball with a lot of things. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, and we, me and Brian made a conscious ex- uh, conscious decision uh-huh. that we will not do this as an IP review this year okay. uh, because we want it to be something special for the live audience. Yeah. So uh, the uh, for those wondering, uh, it's not going to be on IP review. It's going to be uh, just for the live audience. Then we will release video on demand on High Spots Wrestling Network or uh, PWX on demand. That's pwxpro.pivotshare.com. Uh, yeah, on any of those platforms. And, uh, yeah, so, Glenn? Yes, sir. You had fun today? Oh, yeah, always. Thank you, everyone, that joined us uh, for this broadcast. It's, I know it's a Monday. Uh, this It's been awesome. It's been yeah. a fun time, and we've had a, we've had good viewership. So we might switch to Mondays, not to, yeah. not next week, maybe not the week after that, maybe moving into the new year we might yeah. switch to Mondays because this, uh, this has been a stellar show. Yeah. And uh, if you didn't catch this live, you can watch it at any point on Facebook, also on openforumshow.com where you can find Preaching the Truth uh, hosted by uh, Bob Keller and uh, John Schuyler, the man we were just talking to, their podcast, as well as the PLU podcast uh, that's Joe and Nick, all comedy, all everything. They're going over Christmas right now, uh, building up to Christmas. So, yeah, jump on openforumshow.com and uh, listen to all the podcasts we present. Uh, we got conversations with people, that's my side project that's going to uh-huh. start up in January. And maybe maybe when we're all said and done, Glenn will have his own podcast yep. on it. Yeah. And if you do have a podcast, they, I've been forced to tell me this, if you do have a podcast that you'd like to uh, shoot over to us and try to get on Open Forum Show, we are looking for podcasts. So, yeah, jump on there and uh, info at yep. openformshow.com. Send us your podcast, and uh, you, might, you could join the family. Yeah. Although, everybody... <laughs> Watching and listening is already a part of the Wrestling Open Forum show family. So once again, thank you guys. Glenn, are you up for a 30-second challenge? 
<laughs> I think Glenn is. All right, we're going right, to try we got, this. We got, a, we got a few minutes, so let me set my time up. If, okay. If you're not familiar with the 30-second challenge, uh, usually Dutch does it, but Dutch stopped coming. <laughs> so we had a, we got to resort to Glenn. No offense, Glenn. But uh, basically what it is, Glenn has 30 seconds to recap everything we've talked about on the show. And we talked about a lot. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and, yeah, this is this has been the most free-flowing show we've done, me and yeah. you have done together, Glenn. So we talked about a lot. So he's got a lot to cover. Okay. So we're going to give him 30 seconds, and he's going to recap everything we've talked about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, brother. yeah. Come right. on now. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one. Go, Glenn. All right. We talked about Wrestle Kingdom 12 with uh, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. We also talked about, uh, what else was it we talked about? <laughs> you heard Naito and his history. Uh, we also talked about, uh, what else was it? We talked to John Schuyler. We got his thoughts on uh, his last match at Unsanctioned. That's right. Uh, dang, it's harder than what it looks, Six, guys. Five, four, three. We also talked about two, New Japan and the formation one. of the Bullet Club. Ding, ding, ding. That was, that was good. Okay. I'm going to give you a B. I'm going to give okay, you a B, B on it, okay? <laughs> So, everybody, once again, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening uh, every week. This is episode 24, which 24 weeks strong. Yeah. Uh, next week, we are guaranteed that Dutch is going to be back in studio Dutch, with us. Harry uh, back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all joking aside, Dutch yeah. has been dealing with uh, some family stuff, and we all prayers and thoughts yeah, go out to him. Uh, everybody get well. Everybody, uh, like, I hope everything clears up. Yeah. But, uh, but Dutch has guaranteed me. I'm telling you one more time. Yeah. Just so it's out there, and it's on this, it's out, just is on this podcast and this show. Dutch told me he's going to be here next week. Oh, he's going to be here. Yeah, so I'm going to bring him here. Okay, so so expect the three man booth for the first time. Yeah, uh, since we went like to a full three man booth. Yeah, the whole time. I'm going to make sure he's here. I'm going to put him yeah. in the back of my pickup, yep. hog time, and bring him here. That's it. You heard it. <laughs> you heard it here. So next week we'll have Dutch. But for this week, thank you for joining us. Uh, you can. Watch us every Tuesday live, 7 p.m., right here on our Facebook page or on openforumshow.com. If you can't watch us live, you can listen to us every Wednesday starting at midnight. This thing will be released tonight at midnight. You can listen. I'm sorry. Wednesday night at midnight. <laughs> oh, I'm so lost. Yeah. Wednesday night at midnight. You can listen to us and check us out. Check everything out. Check the backlog out. Uh, we have 23 episodes right. of us just talking professional wrestling because that's what we do. And that's why we call this the open forum. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. All right, so for Glenn, I'm Patrick. For Patrick, I'm Glenn. Thank you for watching the Open Forum Show. All right, good night.